Francis Tibbles show with your host Francis Tibbles. Oh, good morning, good morning, everybody. How are you doing today? This morning, this evening, this afternoon. It's me, Francis, coming here to see you and say hello. Oh, I've got something to tell you. You know how after 9/11, you know, you had that like ready.org thing, and it was like saying all of these things like, oh, here's how to avoid a terrorist attack. You know, it was all like, you know, buy duct tape and you know, buy saran wrap to punk, you know, to cover the windows and and stuff. Yeah. And I remember on those lists you Yanks kept talking about, there was always, take different ways to work. You know, as if you're in a spy movie or something. Like, oh, you know, let's not take the freeway today. Let's, you know, change it up a bit, you know, really confuse them. But, you know, your terrorists never attack your roads and your trains and your subway systems really no all of your terrorists they attack your like um oh what do you call it your the places where you work you know like uh, 9-11 was a giant office building um uh, what is it uh, oklahoma city was a giant office building um you know uh those that the you know thank you you know like um even that place where anthrax was sent, more offices and stuff. It's, so it's almost like the safest thing you can do is not go to work. You know, just stay home, quit your job, become unemployed. <laughs> and on that note, I think that Obama has done more to keep America safe than any other president in the past. <laughs> you know, he opens up this case, 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 he
sure to take your pick. And he's all they're like, oh, golden leafed cigarettes or something. You know, this brand? And he's like, oh, my serfs make them for me or something from Foster's. And they're like, oh, okay. Then they go over and they stop talking with themselves. And we're talking, you know, and telling him these things, you know, these amazing things. And he's like, oh, yes, that's okay. And he's telling me about his latest uh, case of the, the crotch crickets he had to get rid of. And uh, then one of the ladies comes back and they're like, um, we're looking for a little pub, uh, you know, we're not from around here. Is there a little pub we could go to, you know, and, and a quiet place where we could get a beer? And the prince is like, yeah, you can, uh, how about coming back to my place? And they laugh, and I laugh, and they even give them a little fist bump, and uh, they're smiling, and I'm remembering, you know, when I was single, and, and how I knew how to do those things, and I would, and I could see how the whole evening could unfold, you know, you know, he we would be each other's wingmen, and then, you know, maybe we would all end up going back to my place and play some some tag team um, Scrabble, and and it would be all right to fill the void. And but I didn't want that anymore, and it felt strange. It wasn't jealousy, but it was something akin to like what what it must be like for Brett Favre your American football player when he when he watches uh, the telly and sees his team or any team perform and he can be right there and be like oh I would do that then I would do this and then do that like oh you know that, oh, that was a great move and but he can't nor does he want to you know he's mastered that and he's on to other things and that emptiness came back until I looked back indoors and saw my wife say something to this comedian that made him laugh and he put his head to his head and shook it just in smiles and stitches and I saw her smile and I saw their eye contact and I was like no, I like this. Or whatever. So coming up next are these two guys I heard on the radio all in America. A Brian and Joel. Oh, your radio there, your conservative radio just makes you, uh, you know, it shocks you uh, by making you mad. And your liberal radio just shocks you by making you sad. I mean, in America, let's pretend you're a shop kipper and a minority walks in. A Republican would say, get out of your minority unless you want to buy something. Well, a Democrat owner would say, oh, you poor unfortunate minority, you can't afford anything here. But here's a map to the nearest Walmart. <laughs> How much can you chug? Oh yeah. Hey, welcome back. As always, you're at How Much Can You Chug Foo? I'm Joel. And I'm Brian. (laughs) Hey, how much can you chug, Foo? I'm more than you. What? (laughs) Just watch me. Oh man.
But wait, first, wait. Can I start? You can. Uh, no, I'm let me go. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, all right, we got. What are you chugging? We got to tell. We got to tell everyone, of course, what we're chugging. Oh, of course. You're uh, at how can you? Much can you? <laughs> <laughs> this week at how much can you chug? Uh-huh. Food, yeah. Where we take a take an item, see how much we can chug of it. That's yeah. That's it. <laughs> this. Hey now, come on. You really nailed it. You really nailed it right there. So yeah, it's basically what Joel said. Mm-hmm. Get get an item. An item. An item. An and item. Then, and then and then uh, big glass of it. Big glass of it. Base glass you got. Mm-hmm. And you chug it. You chug it. We got mason jars today. Mason jars is is what we got today with uh, a little bit of. Uh, a little bit of H two O plus uh, oh yes a special touch uh, special touch of uh, oh oh wait, what's the what's the sign for that N L or something sodium sodium yes sodium S how much S can you jug for we got slightly salty water slightly salty water not salt water not salt water just slightly salty water in the top. Now, how much of it do you think you can chug? I don't know, because I'm going right now. What? <laughs> Whoa! He's chugging, folks. Oh, he's almost done with the mason jar. I wish I could ask him if it was salty, but he's still chugging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I almost did it. Oh, it's so lightly salty. That is, that is some. Uh, I chugged that much. All right. Well, so that was a mason jar, about three. Uh, it's got the ounces, of ounces on the side. That's a. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go half, half. Uh, it's half full. Boom! Right there, half full. I wouldn't go half empty, you know. I mean, that's. All right, here we go. I'm going to go first. I'm gonna go the whole, the whole you got it, Here we go. You got it. How much can you chug, foo? I feel like that that uh, guy that eats all the hot dogs right here. <laughs> What's his uh, name? Japanese? Yeah. That guy. All right, here we go. The cup's coming up to his mouth. Oh, it's going down. It's going down. Oh, gosh. Oh, look at your Adam's apple. Just bobbing like a, a bobber. Oh, he's chugging. He's chugging. I can see the, 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 the salt. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I think he's gonna do the whole thing. That's impossible! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! No, I'm gonna beat you! Oh. Hey, it's spilling. No dripping. Oh god! Oh. All right, I could drink about. Let's oh. gross. No, I've never, I've never. That was that was intense. This is salty. Yeah, bad water. Oh, where do we get this water from? Sink. Is this rainwater? Oh, it's sink water. Okay, well. Sink. Woo! Your sink. Man. Salt we got from the counter. How much How much did you chug? Oh, well, a little bit uh, a little bit more than you, maybe. But, you yeah. know, this isn't a competition. <laughs> I know. And, you know, we should really, we should really well, thank Ooh. our sponsor, uh, Fred's Tibble Show. It's really nice that, uh, but he was—he uh, heard our podcast, and now we're now he's putting us on the air. That's really cool. Big here. bucks. Yep, he's paying us a lot of money. He's pretty rich, he's what he said. Uh, oh, <laughs> it gets worse at the bottom. 
Uh, so thank you, Francis. Yes, yeah, send in uh, your uh, you know what what do you want us to chug, and we'll chug it. Yeah, we will. No more cinnamon. No more cinnamon. Um, or le- or or any ones that are kill that will kill you. Yeah, like uh, gross things. All right, hey, I, I'm gonna finish it. I'm gonna finish it. All right, all well, the salt is down there. All right, but here we go. No, oh, can, can can they hear me? Mmm. Mmm. By slightly salty water, what that means is not salty at all, but then like incredibly salty at the end. <coughs> oh, all right, I think that's all I can chug. All right. Oh God! All right, well that was another, not another great episode of How Much Can You Chug? Hang up, foo, foo. See you next week with new. If anyone has see how soda send it up. Let's hear it for those boys, Brian and Joe. And the one problem, those jokers, they uh, they put out on their website, you know, to, uh, to have people call in and give information great. But they didn't give the company's phone number. They gave out my personal iPhone tele number, not the, uh, the company's. Um, so now I've got a phone just filled with jokers calling me. I'll play some of their messages here in a little bit, but I do want to get a bit of logistical work done with. Um, if uh, around December 29th you're in the uh, Minneapolis area, I will be uh, headlining a show at uh, First Avenue uh, December 29th. Uh, I believe that's a Friday night. Um, with the... Uh, uh, it's called Absolutely Cuckoo on Minneapolis Covers 69 Love Songs. It's a, uh... Celebrate the release of Absolutely Cuckoo, featuring dozens of Minnesota musicians covering the magnetic field's magnum opus 69 Love Songs. Saturday, December 29th, 6 p.m. Doors at 5.30. First Avenue Main Room. $10 in advance, $12 at the door. RSVP on Facebook or simply by visiting 69ls.mn. Oh. Roger? Stay filthy. Oh. Stay friendly. Tibbles is out of here. You've reached the voicemail box of Francis Tibbles. Please leave your name and message after the beep. Beep. Francis, would you get those boys to to maybe try to chug some hot cocoa for me? That's all for now. Thanks for listening to my call. Oh, my voicemail's full of these jokers. Uh, anyway, here's here's Sammy the scientist. <laughs> yeah. Um, going to tell yeah, us about, scientist. about uh, what you've been yeah, up I got, to. Uh, well, job working for uh, 
the Lithuanian government for the research and development um, okay. team. It's a it's a private and um, and, and 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 public enterprise. Oh uh-huh. yeah, it's socialism. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, see, they were looking for to make a, a cheaper replacement to flash or concussion grenades what are they, um, what that are, those? are typically thrown by um, like SWAT teams or, or military personnel. Usually, like if they're going to raid a house or something, they chuck in these uh, <laughs> these these grenades. Uh-huh. Um, they don't like blow up, blow up, but they yeah. flash and bang and make a big. You know, it's like a shock and all coming up right inside. Like their ears are ringing, they're confused, yeah. and then. Yeah. The, 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 it's an aid, basically, for the SWAT team to go in, and you know, it leaves everyone kind of stunned. Kind of like in a video game where, okay, um, well, you know, it's like you would like you jump on their yeah. heads, and then they'd be dazed, and then you can like punch them or something, you know? Oh, like King and Hippo. <laughs> you have to, you have to like yeah, tickle him in his pants full. Really, it's really cool. Yeah. And, um, See what they had us doing was like there there are certain problems that go along with those conduction grenades. Like if they land too close to someone, they burn really hot. So okay. the idea is just to get it in the room and people can get burned and there've been several lawsuits. Of course. So they're looking for a way a thing that would fix that, you know, something a little more Peaceful, you know, you know, safer. Say so they hired my grenade. What we found is that what can also disrupt the central nervous system is um, drugs. Jokes. Oh, like, so jokes. for example, like um, let's say you have you know several SWAT members are outside of the house and inside is like a terrorist cell. Okay. Oh bless you. That's no, okay. okay. Like, you have this terrorist cell and they're gonna get in. So the idea, um, like we research different types of jokes, right? Well, let me step back. Yeah. Alright, and so you got these burly men outside what was like better, what worked less. Um, and one of the best ones that was in the forerun of being our, our joke product um, was, uh, was this joke. joke. Product. Um, you sound like a financial uh, guy. The <laughs> shout in the, in the window, you know, the open window. Um, like, let's say if they're Arabic, I have to say it in Arabic. I, I don't know Arabic. Like, um, I, I can tell it Arab- in, in English. Arabic, Arabic. Um, uh, it's uh, Muslim. It's how this works terms. is. Yeah. The um, men outside would yell and they would say, let's track all women so they don't leave the city. Knock on the door, boom, boom, boom. Country. How do you yeah. know when, you're, when your sister's on her period? Uh, and then, then they wait for a pause. Um, we determined that, that, that two and a half seconds wait, was long what? enough because it wasn't enough time for them to grab their guns or anything, but enough time to make that um, place in the head. You know, you, how, how do you know when your sister's on her period? Uh, wait two seconds and then you say, uh-huh. your dad's dick tastes like blood. <laughs> That's how you know. And we found this was a really effective joke. It it disabled uh, the central nervous system. People left uh, in a momentarily just dazed. However, there are a few drawbacks to that joke. You need to leave that in, in a few instances. Oh. It really increased the aggression. Couple of you said of that. The listener. Um, a few times. It was several times. I mean, several full times. And so, the, um, by and large, yeah. it left people feeling weird, confused, and repulsed. But there was su- some people. Yeah, I can see how. Gave them kind of superhuman anger. Ability, and they would just tear down the wall and destroy the SWAT team. They would, um, they would go home. <laughs> okay, but we ended up coming up with one really good joke. All right, well, uh-huh. let's yeah. I'll hear tell it. it. It's yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> well, no, okay, okay, what? 
Well, no, no, what, what is it? Shoot. What's the joke? <laughs> what's small? What's small? What, what's I, smaller? Uh, oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. Teardrop, can you, can you come over here and get this guy out of here? <laughs> Joker. Sorry about that, folks. Just pull his you, you got it. You've reached the voicemail box of Francis Tibbles. Please leave your name and message after the beep. Beep. Hey, hey Francis, um, after a really long day of playing baseball with me and my pals, we really like to uh, sit back and drink some Kool-Aid that my mom makes. Grape, so, grape Kool-Aid's my favorite. Um, how do I send grape Kool-Aid to those guys, uh, Brian and Joel? Uh, that's it. Bye. Do you like things? <laughs> sure, I like things. Stuff? Oh, I love stuff. But you run out of room to put it, don't you? Mm-hmm. That's why I discovered Rincinerator. Rincinerator. Rincinerator is the most awesome state-of-the-art green sustainable service. What they do is simple. When you're tired of your things and stuff, call up us. And they come over, Rincinerator grabs your things, your stuff, they take it to their state-of-the-art sustainable green eco-friendly 9-11 proof furnace and they burn it and they give you the ashes much easier to store and heck i'm so sick of those storage units they kept getting auctioned off and it's not just that even better when you die they burn you too then they mix your ashes and your stuff's ashes together hey they say you can't take it with you the jury's still out Please leave your name and message after the beep. Beep. Roof, roof. I'm a dog and I like to chug bacon. She's a really sexy robot. She's a really sexy android. She's a really sexy um thing. And she's sexy like a nubile kitten. Like a thing that you like I've got the muscles in the fat in the right places Cause she's a robot and can put muscles on Like you strap on things And and you strap on other things And you're like, oh my gosh, she's sexy It's Olivia, the robo-pope What's up, bitches? It's Olivia in the house Oh, hey, Olivia, how are you doing today? Oh, looking great as Hello, usual. Hello, Francis. Mm -hmm. How are you doing? I'm as doing terrible te as ever, I'm sure. You know me. I've had a wonderful month of exploration and learning. How so? When I drive, I plug my palm into a socket in my dashboard mm -hmm. and just drive. Okay. But it's weird. As an android to teach a human to drive. Oh, and teaching? I have to admit my new girl isn't all that bright. Oh, that's... This last weekend uh -huh. she failed her driving exam. Oh. Can you believe it? No. A human made a test that another human couldn't pass. I see what crazy. you're saying there. Yeah, that is crazy. Is like, uh, she from like New York or something? You know, major metropolitan area? No, she's not. Mm -hmm. She's never been allowed to get a driver's license uh -huh. because she just turned 16 last month. Wait, what? Yes, I am dating a 16-year-old. That's illegal. Why? Yeah. 
What? No, it's not illegal. Not really. How? 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 Francis, mm -hmm. I'm not a man. The law looks the other way when two hot girls are involved. Justice isn't blind, hmm. but considering its humongous collection of spank mugs, it's not far off. <laughs> oh, that's... Do you mind if I close my eyes? I'm playing back my afternoon in bed with Morgan. Is that her when name? When I close my eyes, I can replay my video cameras. So it's like yes, you're watching I videos. everything that I see. Uh -huh. It's not child porn. No, that is child porn. How old do you think that I am? Um, 21, um, maybe 25. I'm five. Yeah, so I thought you're tw you're 25 and you're dating a 16, someone who just turned 16. Not only are they a minor, but you've got like 10 years on them. I'm five. Yeah, f oh, five? I'm five. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Like, you were made five years ago, but you're, you're... More intelligent than anyone I know. And you look... Your body had to have been modeled after a... Someone in their 20s. Tell me about the first girl you dated. Yeah, her name was something like... Percy or, or something. We, I was like 15. Do you remember some of the physical things you did together? Yeah, but she was like 14. See, you're a grown man with a video stream in your head watching two minors yeah, touch really each other. Gross. gross. If you drew your memory on a piece of paper, you'd go to jail. And that's why I'm not going to draw any of my memories about going to first, second, or third base back when I was 14 on a piece of paper. Thank you, Olivia, for another week of depressing thoughts. All right, thank you everybody for coming out tonight, today, this morning. I want to thank uh, that music beginning at the start with uh, it's 100 Years, The Cure, a studio demo mixed with This Is Hardcore by Pulp, mixed with Walking in the Air, the theme from The Snowman. I also want to thank the Prince of Norway, the dubstep beatbox by Reeps One, um, Brian and Joel for How Much Can You Chug Food, uh, absolutely cuckoo with their first avenue and uh, that scientist and that machine gun song and and of course Olivia. Beep. You know, when I was uh, down in the, in the in the submarines, what we used to do is we'd save up our MRE packets, uh, the uh, vegetarian ones, and uh, like there's the vegetarian burrito, and what you do is You'd, uh, you know, you'd save them all up, and then at the end of uh, the month, whenever you had to uh, switch, you know, switch bunks because you were no longer, uh, you know, um, you know, coxing, boxing them. What you'd do is, uh, you'd, uh, you'd get someone, you'd grind uh, up the the packet, and then you'd add all the Tabasco sauces and the, uh, the like the instant coffees to the uh, vegetarian burritos, and then you mash it up really good. And we'll see how many of of those they can chug. At, Fool. Mailbox full. Thank you for calling JoelLooters.com. Wait, 
What was that? <laughs>